0: the Los Angeles.
1: on cornerofthegalaxy.com.
2: Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy from the Box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Your LA Galaxy are coming off a 0-0 draw to Montreal that saw both teams rely heavily on their defense, and while it's usually the LA Galaxy's offense that gets the flottets today, the men on the back line will have to make their case for our discussion. We're going to be joined by LAGalaxy.com contributing writer Larry Morgan as we try and hammer down the LA Galaxy's center back-depth chart. So play along with us, tell us where you disagree, because when it comes to defense, it's almost all blame and no joy. Corner of the Galaxy from the Box is only on Corner Cornerofthegalaxy.com and it all starts right now.
1: You're listening to Corner of the Galaxy from the Box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Now, here are your hosts, Josh Getman and LA Galaxy Insider, Adam Serrano. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another fun
2: edition of Corner of the Galaxy from the Box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Back from a little hiatus, back from some some time off, some good times. We're going to be joined here by LA Galaxy Insider, Adam Serrano, be joined by lagalaxy.com contributing writer Larry Morgan. So we have a lot of fun to talk about whenever we start talking about the LA Galaxy's center back depth. Lots of fun to get to. First, let me welcome LA Galaxy insider Adam Serrano. Adam, how are you doing? Hanging in there?
0: I'm doing great, Josh. You know, hopefully this, uh, I have a new phone now, so hopefully we're not going to have the same types of issues that I hear from you and from people on Twitter. So, you know, hopefully things are going to go
2: well. No more wind tunnel, Adam. I don't know what to say about that. It's almost too good to be true. And then, of course, we want to welcome aboard uh, Larry Morgan. Been on the show many times. Larry, thanks for stopping by.
3: Thanks, Josh. And, Adam, I, you know, I, am, I am very thankful that we will not have to be listening to all that background noise on your phone calls now. Thank you very much.
2: It, it's just going to be different background noise, like when he's in the club. You know, that's when it's going to be. <laughs> All right, so so there you go. That's how it works. All right, let's go ahead and get started. I wanted to focus on the LA Galaxy's center backs, and the reason that it's become such an issue or or such a topic for discussion is obviously with Leonardo's suspension, you had Dave Romney come in. Dave Romney, a a great story, and I want to get to that as well. Playing for LA Galaxy 2 makes his way up to the senior team, but we want to focus first on just Saturday night and what we saw from Saturday Saturday night, Larry. So let's talk about how good were the defensive performances at the center-back position for the L.A. Galaxy on Saturday night.
3: I thought, uh, well, I was impressed, especially with David Romney. Here's his first test against a real quality striker, and DJ Droga as one of the toughest strongest players in the world, and I think he more than held his own. I think I think among the uh, real bright spots in the Galaxy this season has been the development of Romney. Here's a guy who basically came out of nowhere, was mm-hmm. first on Galaxy Two, brought him up when they had a shortage of defenders in the middle of the back line, and he's done a great job. And also with his development and his inclusion in the in the starters among the starters, it kind of tells you a lot about how much stock Tom Myers has dropped over the last you know several weeks.
2: Yeah, Adam, I sort of want to get your take on Dave Romney and Omar Gonzalez. Both of those guys going up against a Drogba. as uh, as Larry said, they 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 really pulled out a performance when they needed to, didn't they?
0: Yeah, you know, you saw the right types of things from the defense that maybe you haven't seen over the last few weeks and months. Uh, You didn't see them kind of switch off at times. You saw them make the right plays. You saw them make the recovering plays. And, you know, I was very impressed with Romney and with Omar. And they were able to keep a shutout for the first time since the 4th of July. And that's a big boost for this team because – this Galaxy defense prides themselves on the shutouts. You know, Omar Gonzalez said, no, it's not my job to score goals. It's my job to keep the zero, and, you know, he will feel very happy if he can continue to do that. So I think that while, you know, Saturday's draw was not something the fans want to see, it was definitely a step in the right direction Uh on a defensive side.
2: did Adam, did you think that Bruce was going to put AJ and Omar paired together in the center of defense with Leo being suspended? Didn't that seem like the obvious choice? Or was that just the one all the fans, myself included, wanted to see again?
0: I think it was really more the latter. I think that I wanted to see a more defensive, maybe cerebral, more physical type of player like a Romney or like a Tommy Meyer, especially when you're going up against a guy like Didier Drogba, who is, you know, uh, a legend of the game, uh, a great physical player. And to me, it always seemed like if you put AJ there in the center, if you got a ma- matchup against Drogba, you know, is going to win that thing, you know, 10 times out of 10, You know, no disrespect to AJ. But by putting a more defensive, by more putting a more physical player there, you had a little bit more of a coverage, a little bit more of a balance. And I think that that showed.
2: Larry, were you all at all surprised that uh, Bruce decided to put Dave Romney in there to face against Drogba instead of moving AJ to the center, Dan Gargan out to the right hand side?
3: Um, not really. I was more surprised that he chose to start the run ahead of Tom Um But I've always, I've always thought as much as I like AJ in the middle with Almire, they played there in college. You won a couple of titles. I've always thought AJ is better at right back and let's face it, I think right between AJ and Dan Garden. You gotta start AJ at, at right back. I mean if he was four or five hundred strong, he'd be a superstar. He'd be playing in here. But I was more surprised that Ronnie got the call over Tommy Meyer. But uh, Romney certainly certainly has raised eyebrows with his play. I mean, this this guy has a real future ahead of him.
2: What will Larry, you say he's raised some eyebrows. Is he a bigger surprise at center back this year than Leonardo? Leonardo is somebody who basically every L.A. Galaxy fan and probably nine out of ten L.A. Galaxy front offices and coaches people wanted it to go away. I made up that last stat, by the way.
3: <laughs> um, you know, I've always been among those, and I think, Josh, I can include you in this group, that, that whenever the ball headed toward Leonardo, we cringed. Right watching him play but uh you know except for maybe one or two plays and that bogus red card he got like, a San sense san jose he's been very solid this season very surprisingly surprisingly so um i've had no problems with him at all this season
2: so so is he so is he a bigger so, so is leonardo being very very good this year a bigger surprise than dave romney coming out of nowhere as romney still sort of take that larry
3: yeah i think that's a very good argument i mean like, you could argue that both both ways
2: um I don't know. I think I would lean a little
3: bit towards
2: Leonardo being the bigger surprise. Yes, I think I would. Wow. Agree with you. Although, although it's, close. it's I, close. I understand. Adam, same question to you. So, so, which one of those two is the bigger surprise for you? I mean, you
0: have to give the dap to Leo just because he's done so much over a longer period of time. You know, we've seen, you know, some good stretches out of Romney, you know. I don't think he's played five games yet. If you count all competitions and friendlies, right. So only 200 um, to only
2: 213 minutes in MLS right now for, for Dave. Erwin. Yeah. You know,
0: we st- still need to see more uh, from him, but you know, he's definitely been, he's a trailblazer to be quite frank, because he's the first player to ever sign, you know, from the galaxy Two contract to the first galaxy first team. And, you know, that's something he'll always have. And he definitely deserved it. But I think that Leo has started to become that player that I think that Bruce Arena always knows that he could be. And I think that's the kind of guy, that's the reason he had so much faith in him over the years, is that he knew that he could develop into a, you know, a ty- the type of player who can have a good recovery speed, a la and Garza, who can kind of clean up the dangers and who can be big and physical as well. So I think that uh, that's a major success story, I mean, you have to give it to Leo.
2: So, Adam, if you're going... Hey, Josh. yeah, hey, Yeah, go got... ahead, Lori, Larry. And the thing about Leo, too, is, you know, I watch him closely when he's in there. I usually,
3: you know, usually in the past, he would make one or two decisions. He'd end up with self either a goal or a fair goal. But the thing I like about Leo, what I really like about him, is if you watch him, he doesn't back down from anybody. Right. I mean, he is very physical. I mean, he is a real presence on that back line.
2: No, he is. He is a he is a very you know physical defender. But Adam, I guess I guess sort of going back to to this is who is the best center back pairing for the LA Galaxy right now? Is it Leonardo and Omar Gonzalez, the two physical defenders in the center there?
0: A hundred percent. I wouldn't consider a different uh, tandem at this point in time. Um, and I think that it's clear that uh, Dave Romney has definitely earned himself that that backup to a guy like Leo. He's a able to be a good, you know, central defender on the left side. And which is, you know, a big success and a big boost that helps the team become a little bit more versatile. So for my money, I definitely want the Leo and Omar tandem. I think that that gives you enough versatility. You have some speed and then you have the physicality, of course, and it helps you deal with, you know, a variety of different types of strike forces.
2: Larry, isn't that the issue, though, is whenever you have Leonardo and, and Omar, it's about who you're playing because physicality is great, but speed has burned this defense in the past, especially whenever you look at Vancouver, a team that has uh, has owned the LA Galaxy this year. Do you worry about speed when you have Omar and Leonardo in the center?
3: No, I worry more about Robbie Rogers on the left back as far as speed. But, uh, but I agree with Adam 100%. I think the... I think the Galaxy's best tandem and central defense is Leo and Omar. Um, I think what Romney's improvement has afforded Bruce Green is that he's not afraid to uh, to, to play Romney if he has to. I mean, that's that's the biggest luxury with all this, all this um, improvement of his as, as shown this year.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Adam, Adam, whenever we look at Leonardo and his development this year, how has Bruce Arena been the only one patient enough to sort of let that happen? Because if you go back and you look at all of the blunders that Leonardo has had over his tenure as an LA galaxy player, there's lots of reasons to never play him again, but Bruce has somehow believed. Do you, do you see the belief? Did you ever see the belief?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that you can definitely see the things that Leo has done. I mean, there has been some issues, of course, um, but, you know, I think that it it comes with the position. It's something that you've seen from a lot of different players. You know, AJ is not perfect. Neither is Omar. Uh, neither was Greg Burhalter. You know, right. people have, have some issues. And I think that he saw that Leo has always kind of needed that sharpness. You know, he had those big injuries that took him down for a long period of time. And, I mean, that wears on you as a player, and that doesn't allow you the chance to, you know, get as sharp as you need to be. And, I think that that's why Bruce has kind of stuck with him through the years. And I think that that's why, quite frankly, you know, I see him being with this team for a very long time. And I think that he's someone that Bruce sees that, you know, he can build on uh, for a
2: while. Yeah, he very well could. Larry, whenever you look at Tommy Meyer and you compare him to Leonardo, we have to remember Tommy Meyer helped the LA Galaxy win an MLS Cup. That's something that I think people forget and throw out. Why has sure Tom, why has Tommy Meyer's stock fallen so far?
3: That's a real good question. I mean, I would as you just pointed mm-hmm. out, he did help him win that up and where he started to have problems. I don't know. I remember talking with uh, Robbie Keane about Meyer, and he was impressed with Tommy Meyer. He said he reached the game extremely well. Uh, let's face it; he did not have what we would call a good game against Orlando City about two months ago. Right. In fact, it was it was night. It was borderline nightmarish and you just have to wonder if his confidence was badly shaken after that performance um, but again if you just if you just asked why has his stock or why has his play dropped off so much that's a very good question i really don't know
2: yeah adam do you think it is it because leonardo stepped up i mean everybody has horrible games and quite honestly a lot of la galaxy players had pretty horrible orlando city games uh, yes, it it, it, you know, um, Adam, do you see that being the, the issue? Is that it was just Orlando City? Or is it Leonardo being better? Is it Dave Romney being better?
0: I mean, it's a, it's a combination of things. I don't, I wouldn't say it's specifically because of that one game. Um, but I think if you look at Tommy Meyer over the last you know year or so, where you kind of see him kind of take a a step down even in 2013. Uh, I think confidence has always been the issue and you've seen some missteps there. You've seen some issues and you haven't seen a player that's really kind of jumped back and gotten right back on the horse. Even sometimes Galaxy 2, you know, he can be a little bit dodgy, but I think that he does still read the game very well. Um, He's someone who knows where to be positioned. I think that if he can kind of get his full confidence back, the galaxy have something there because you know you're talking about a player that they decided to invest in. You know they got rid of Kopiopare a couple uh, last year, right? And now you want to start to see more uh, from Tommy Meyer. I don't think you're seeing what you can see. I don't think you're seeing what you saw in 2012. But he's definitely not, you know, as shaken as maybe we saw, you know, 2013 when he played, you know, against Cedro Metapon and they had the the big loss which is a really a big issue for the galaxy and the CONCAP Champions League mm-hmm. but you know I think that he has the skills to move forward.
2: So when we look at this guys and Larry I'll uh, I'll, I'll ask you first when we look at this do, you know the the prime pairing seems to be Omar Gonzalez and Leonardo in the center even though I would really like it to be Omar and AJ in the center and put Dan Gargan on the right I can understand why you might want to put Leonardo and Omar Gonzalez play together. They play together well. They both lead uh, the team as far as center backs in in minutes. Uh, uh, Omar has over 2,100 minutes uh, defending this year. Leonardo has 1,800-plus minutes in defending, so it makes sense, Larry, but... Is that how the pecking order goes? Is it really in center back position? Does it go Omar Gonzalez, Leonardo, A.J. De La Garza? Then you run into like the Dave Romney and Tommy Meyer argument. Is that how it goes? Or, or is it A.J.? Is A.J. above those guys in terms of center back play? Discounting the fact, and you have to discount this, that A.J. may be a better right back, as you have said, Larry.
3: Yeah, well, you know, first of all, AJ is still, in my opinion, the most intuitive defender on that team. He's the best defender, best reader of the game, period, on that team. Um, and if he was four, or five inches taller, he'd be next to Omar of the game. Mm-hmm. But I think... I just don't think the combination of size and strength with Omar Lee was something that Bruce Arena can't afford to ignore it at this point. Um, personally, I've always thought AJ is better at right back. I mean... Every time I say that, I go back to that brilliant run he had against Charlie Davis at the MLS Cup last year, where they went one on one for seem like about 30 or 40 yards, and he made just a brilliant play to stop them mm-hmm. from, a sh- from an almost certain goal scoring attempt.
1: Right. But
3: I just, you know, size and strength is something I think Bruce wants out of the central defense, and it's got to be, Leo be Leon It's
2: It's got to be Leon Adam, is yeah. there is there anything that you can disagree or say? You know, if you're ranking them individually and maybe not as a pair, can you can you move AJ ahead of Leo in order to get him into that center back role?
0: No, no, I wouldn't want AJ there. I think that you want more versatility uh, along the entire back four, and I think that when you put AJ and Omar together, it's kind of handicapping you a little bit because then you have Dan Gargan, who is a very good you know right back, but the drop off from there is you have a guy like Oscar Sordo, who's young and a little bit untested, so. I'd want to have A.J. there to be that versatile player on the right side, have that ability to play in central defense, and then have Gargan to be your kind of backup there. But quite frankly, I think that with the steps that Leo has made this season, he's earned that second spot.
2: All right all right i think i, agree. I, I think that's sort of a, a good place to to table the discussion for now larry i will uh let you go and then i'll yell at adam for a little bit after this break if you're looking for larry morgan go on lagalaxy.com uh contributing writing there, writer there uh does a great job uh also adam serrano is on lagalaxy.com as well as like you all didn't know that but larry i want to thank you once again for stopping by taking some time out of your super busy life to talk to us all
3: right adam all right adam and josh thank
2: you very much all right that's larry morgan what we're going to do, going to h- go ahead and take a quick break. Adam Serrano, me, Josh Gessman, will be back. I have some. I have an argument with Adam. You're going to want to stick around for it. I think, I think it might be fun. All right? You're listening to Corner of the Galaxy from the box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Life was on a stage, like a puppet missing.
1: ready for some more Corner of the Galaxy, don't forget to head over to the website for all the latest podcasts, news, and more. Visit us online at cornerofthegalaxy.com. Hey, this is Chris. This is Eddie. This is Jason. And we're from Backpacker Memory, and you're listening to Corner of the Galaxy.
2: Hey, everybody, welcome back to Corner of the Galaxy. From the box on cornerofthegalaxy.com, Josh Gessman, LA Galaxy Insider, Adam Serrano with you once again. Got still a little bit to talk about. There's something I definitely wanted to get to whenever we're talking about the LA Galaxy center backs and, and where they stand and where you'd like to see them and, and all those different things. So Adam, my big issue is that I disagree with you that you say that Omar Gonzalez and AJ in the center handicap the LA Galaxy, alright? That's the and that's the word that you used, and I would like to now attack you with that word saying that the, the best center-back tandem, for me, is one that complements each other. And no one better complements each other than Omar Gonzalez and AJ De La Garza. As a matter of fact, I think Bruce Arena should cut them one check, and then they like just split it 50-50 because they each complete each other. They're, they're like yin, yin and yang. Because with Omar, you have the physicality, obviously, Adam. And then with AJ, you have the speed and the anticipation and the, one of the best defenders in Major League Soccer. So saying that they handicap would would, disac- would discount their partnership winning national championships at Maryland. Obviously, that that partnership has grown winning winning MLS Cups with the LA Galaxy. So how can you say that they handicap the LA Galaxy?
0: I mean, I think that it just makes you less versatile. And maybe the right word is kind of is not handicap, but handcuff. Uh-huh. Because you have two people together who... Yes, they have, you know, they complement each other very well. But when you're putting people like that against some very good strike tendons, there's some obvious deficiencies. I mean, we look at what happened with San Jose all those years with Alan Gordon. Alan Gordon would frankly feast upon A.J. De La Garza. Mm-hmm. And that is what I figured would happen if you lined A.J. and Omar together against Vida Drogba a player who is going to kind of be physical and going to try to look to go over the top on AJ. So that's why I feel like maybe Romney was a better choice in that situation. But quite frankly, I think that having AJ out wide gives you the ability to do so much more different things. If you didn't have him there, I think that by putting him there, you have the chance to have Gargan come off the bench, which makes your, your depth a little bit stronger. You have the ability to use a guy like a Dave Romney you can trust. You mean, otherwise, you're never going to have him see any time with Leo on the bench because Leo will be that, that you know third option. So I think that it frees up so much more versatility along the back line. I think that you want to have Omar and Leo in there because they're just two you know good physical players who – you know, I think you're discounting a little bit um, Leo's speed and and uh, Omar's speed. They have the kind of recovery speed to kind of make up if they have some issues. So I think that that's why, you know, they're, they're my choice and why they're the tandem I would pick.
2: I don't think anybody has ever discounted or actually even given credit to Leonardo or Omar Gonzalez for their speed. I'm, now, I'm not saying they couldn't outrun me, Adam. All right. And I'm not saying that they definitely could outrun you. But for the most part, the attackers in major league soccer can run by those guys. And that's where the versatility for me, you sort of lose something for me, because I want that recovery speed with AJ, who is quick, who can does have the recover speed, who's faster than Omar Gonzalez and faster than Leonardo. All right. And can have the anticipation. So for me, if we're asking Josh Guessman what he likes in center back and who he picks, he will take Dan Gargan out there on the right and deal with that. And he will keep AJ and Omar in the center where he thinks they complement each other perfectly. And who may actually, that may actually be a lineup. Whenever you see the LA galaxy going up against somebody like a Vancouver because of the speed issues. If you can have three speed guys and one physical guy in there with Omar Gonzalez, I'll take that against Vancouver. So maybe it's situationally, maybe that makes more sense.
0: I mean, I, I see your argument. I definitely do. And it's it's true that if you have, you know, a speedier option, you're going to have the ability. But it's not to say that Omar is not going to, or that AJ rather is not going to be there to make plays if you have him on the right side. I mean, he started that MLS Cup that Larry mentioned. On the right side, he was able to make that move. And AJ is just the type there who can fill in the gaps, you know, where you need him to. So I think that's what makes him so good. That's what makes him so successful. That's why he is one of the best defenders in MLS. So I think that I'd rather have him there in that ability on the right side to kind of move up and down and to lock down that spot and also, you know, cover some gaps like he does with Omar because you're still keeping him together with Omar they're both on the right side of defense and they're both going to still work together as uh, they've always done. So I think that that's putting them on the right side. You're not really losing. You're not losing anything.
2: A J and Omar in my heart forever. That's that's what that is right there. All right, right in the center. You're never going to convince me. That's okay. We'll we'll deal with it. Adam, you got to have some fun this weekend. I believe you were uh, you were possibly following around Giovanni Del Santos as he was the uh, the Grand Marshal of the East LA. What was it, the Latino Heritage, or or what was the exact uh, name of it? Because I don't want to screw it up.
0: The sixty annual mexican independence day in east los angeles
2: there there we go there we go and and so you got to do that how was that was that uh did geo seem to be enjoying himself
0: uh you know i think geo geo loves los angeles he loves this city and i think it kind of fits him uh like a glove um i think that he he loves the reception that he gets from from the mexican-american community and from all from all galaxy fans and i think that you know, it was kind of crazy at times, and maybe a lesser player would have been a little bit nervous or would have not liked all the spotlight, but uh-huh. you know, Gio's the kind of guy that I think he relishes it, and he enjoys it, and he wants to be able to make people happy, and I think that that's that's a very, very good quality to have.
2: I have a I have a theory, Adam. It's important to keep Geo happy, and stuff like that keeps Geo happy. So keep having him do stuff like that because Geo happy means that Geo is going to be productive for the LA Galaxy. That's my that's my little take. So what else is going on? Let's see. this This podcast is going to come out on Wednesday morning. So Wednesday night, the Dos uh, play their last home game, right, of the USL season.
0: Yes, LA Galaxy 2 will play their last home game at the Track and Field Stadium seven thirty PM Pacific time against T two, that's Portland Timbers two. Uh you know, you're going to have all kinds of people out there. You know, Giovanni Santos is attending. Robbie Keane is attending. You've got two dollar tacos, Cosmo, myself, you know, all all the heavy hitters are are gonna be there. So you need to get out there. You know, Galaxy Two has uh, Galaxy Studios are such a cool environment I think because you really see the the passionate people for their club kind of come out and support and this is, you know, your chance to see what the next next Dave Romney is like with you see players like Daniel Ferris, players like Clement Diop, Ari Lasseter and see, you know, what they can do is they look to not only kind of lock down playoff seating, but they still have an outside chance of finishing first overall uh, in the U.S. South standings and getting home-field advantage. So that would be so key, and they want to uh, lock down a playoff game here at a sub-up
2: center. Big deal. Parking is free. Tickets are just $10 at the, uh, at the gate, I believe, so you uh, you can find those tickets. You can be at the game, 7.30 p.m. Wednesday night. If you're listening on Wednesday morning, it is uh, tonight at 7.30 p.m. Get out there. See Robbie Keane. See Giovanni Del Santos. Cheer on LA Galaxy 2. Uh, always good fun fun to see uh, usl pro soccer if you haven't seen it is is kind of uh, frenetic lots of energy lots of sprinting lots of back and forth Um, so anything can turn on a dime at any second so i would uh, encourage all of you to go out there and see it i of course will be here recording another podcast for you guys for the weekend so we have that to look forward to rsl the la galaxy will travel to real salt lake it looks like i'm going to be talking with uh with RSL commentator, overall soccer commentator, Brian Dunseth on the show uh, tomorrow. So look for that as well as we get ready to preview that Real Salt Lake game. So Adam, anything else you want to get to before we get out of here?
0: Get to the galaxy two game tonight, Wednesday, whenever you listen to this, get to that game. It's going to be a lot of fun. You'll have a chance to, you know, maybe meet G line, DeSantis and probably keen. I mean, and see the future stars of the LA galaxy. I mean, and $2 tacos, I mean, come on, people. $2 tacos? Make the tr- make the trip. We know Josh isn't going because he has to do a podcast. That's,
2: that's right. You need to be there. That's right. Everybody needs to be there. $2, yeah, and Cosmo is going to be there, so there's another reason that you need to be there. That's always a good reason. All right, Adam, if you're looking for uh, Mr. LA Galaxy Insider, Adam Serrano, you can find him on lagalaxy.com forward slash insider. All right, that's where you can find all his writing, of course, on Twitter, at LA Galaxy insider on Twitter, if you didn't know that. Come around and hit you in the head with a tack hammer. All right, that about does it for the show tonight. Again, follow us on Periscope. Watch this show live. Get your comments in. Some of the questions that were thrown out in the comments section made it into the show. So please do that as well. I want to thank LA Galaxy Insider Adam Serrano for taking time out of his busy schedule. Larry Morgan, not on Twitter Larry Morgan, as I like to say, uh, for him stopping by as well. Hopefully you guys had a little fun with this conversation. I know I had fun. We'll be back recording another podcast very next day so this one comes out and the next one will come out the next morning looking at the LA Galaxy versus RSL at Real Salt Lake. Should be a lot of fun we'll see you next time. You're listening to Corner of the Galaxy from the Box on cornerofthegalaxy.com
1: been listening to the corner of the galaxy from the box podcast on corner of the you can follow the show on twitter and instagram at galaxy podcast and be sure to check out and subscribe to itunes stitcher and facebook by searching for corner of the galaxy and for all of your independent la galaxy news discussion and entertainment including this podcast head on over to corner of Corner of the Galaxy and its related podcasts are part of BackHeel.com. BackHeel.com is a collection of soccer podcasts and multimedia offerings covering soccer around the world. You can follow them at BackHeel.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you lead the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you here again. Until then, I'm Michael O'Rahoe, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye.